Hello, everyone. It's time for another episode of the Comic Book Commute podcast with VM Campos. This is VM Campos. This is the podcast you listen to during your commute while I commute. So let's get going. It's a nice, bright Monday morning in San Diego, California. And I'm off to my Monday morning uh, job from my new place. Um, I actually moved uh, recently. But what I want to talk about today, and I guess uh, it could be a topic for another day about the whole moving, uh, the whole moving process and my... Uh, eight boxes of comics, uh, but um, what I want to talk about today, I think, is an episode that I'll call Obsessions, or maybe Numerology, because what I'm talking about today is um, there's this uh, comic book collecting obsession that I've had for the last uh, year, maybe. Little by little, I feed this obsession. And this is actually an obsession that began more than 20 years ago. You know what? Almost 30 years ago. I keep thinking a lot about 20 years ago recently, which is the 90s. But actually, this is something that would be maybe earlier than that. And this podcast, if you listen along in the long term, is half fact and half fiction, just like any good comic book, in that I might not get some of the details correct, but the general idea always is, of course. So this is uh, sometime in 19... between 1988 and 19... Maybe. So if you hear a previous episode, you know that I started collecting Amazing Spider-Man. Back in the day, that's what I was reading. That was my jam. I was all about the Amazing Spider-Man. So, um, starting at about Amazing Spider-Man 291, up to Amazing Spider-Man 300. And 33 is when I was reading diligently, monthly, and then when they made it uh, bi-monthly, twice a month, I was still reading it. And then when I was, when it was 75 cents an issue to a dollar an issue, I was reading. And little by little, I started to fall out of uh, reading comics that religiously in 91... 92 or so, but the story actually, uh, it shifts in that I was kind of tired of reading Spider-Man, and then I had a renaissance in comics with uh, Image and then Lobo comics in 92, 93, and on. But the point is... um, I've had a memory for a long time um, of those 
of the of that run of Spider-Man from 291 to 333 and a big chunk of that of course was the Todd McFarlane years pretty much all of the Spider-Man, uh, Todd McFarlane years, right? So that was from about 298, issue 298 to uh, 327, 326 or so. And then Eric Larson did a bit at the end of those. So 330 to 333 or such. And then, of course, we know Todd McFarlane went off to uh, found Image Comics. Eric Larson followed afterward. Todd McFarlane went on to do Spawn and Eric Larson, Savage Dragon. But I've had this memory for a long time about Amazing Spider-Man 333. There was something about that issue. It wasn't, it wasn't amazingly remarkable. Well, I guess it all is when you're, when you're young. Uh, Venom is in that issue. Everyone loves Venom. And then Sticks and Stone, which were these characters that I don't remember what uh, Stone was about very much, but it was this like short, stocky guy with huge guns on his back or something. But the cooler one was Sticks, which was this guy, this, this thin, wiry guy that had some sort of power of necrosis in that he had the touch of death. He, he could touch you and you like withered you withered away until into dust or something I, I'm, I don't quite remember but what was memorable about that issue is that Spider-Man is caught in the middle Venom is after him Sticks and Stone are after him and then Venom and Sticks and Stone fight so there's a battle Stone I don't remember what happens to him but what I remember with with Sticks is that he manages to touch Venom, which of course, that's Eddie Brock and the alien symbiote. And Styx touches Venom, and there was a panel of like Venom in anguish and Styx in ecstasy, because I think Styx got some sort of power or something from touching the victims and killing them with one touch uh, and so Spider-Man webbed up Sticks because he was just in ecstasy that he couldn't even fight back and then Venom well Eddie is there in his underwear with the Venom symbiote like just a puddle a black puddle on the floor defeated and that um that, that stood out to me for a while. But the whole point of this episode of Obsessions is simply that number, 333. I felt that that number cropped up or popped up in my life since, you know, 1991 when that issue came out. 20 years later, here and there. I always thought about that number. Well, I always thought about that comic when I saw that number always it really stuck with me on the cover is venom jumping like a wrestling maneuver towards spider-man and sticks and stone are there and stone is firing a laser and sticks looks evil poor spider-man so i had that issue for a long time 
repeating digits. I always tell people I'm not much of a math person, but I do find myself attracted to numbers here and there. And after I shifted gears from Spider-Man and Marvel books to image books and DC and then just kind of really all over the place after that and really waning in my collecting between, I don't know, 1996 and 2000 or so, um, it nev I never really got any, any uh, repeating number books to my knowledge. And as I got back into comic collecting and uh, then going to thrift stores, for example, and swap meets and finding comics, somehow I came across this issue of Walt Disney stories and comics, which, as I've been thinking about it, gearing up for this podcast, I'm, I'm, I might be mistaken on this, but let's just say for the purposes of the story, and then you can correct me in the, in the comments, I got a copy of... Uh, Walt Disney Stories and Comics number 777 and that was a fun issue about uh, tales of the superheroes. Donald Duck is a superhero and the other characters are super costume superheroes. The art is really good. Um, I don't remember when the book was published. Uh, sometime in the 2000s obviously with number 777. So it was a fun issue and I didn't think too much about it but subconsciously 777 okay so then uh, about a year ago it popped into my mind it must something else must have triggered it I must have gotten some other book that had repeating digits um, you know now that I think about it I think I think I remember what it is. I started. Uh, I started with eBay um, within the last year, and there's an uh, there's an episode about my eBay adventure. So go back and listen to that. But I ended up getting a trifecta of books. This was. Uh, let's see. This was uh, Superman number 666 Batman number 666 and Amazing Spider-Man number 666 so I bought those three um, just simply because of the of that interesting number and that's what triggered then I thought you know wouldn't it be fun to collect different repeating number uh, issues. I've got Amazing Spider-Man 333, Walt Disney 777, Spider-Man 666. Actually, now I remember, I also, back in the day from, you know, 93, I had Detective Comics 666 during the whole Nightfall saga with Bane and such. So I've had, I've had Detective comic 666 since the 90s so that's also been in the back of my mind but didn't make as much of an impression as Amazing Spider-Man 333 but then after I got 
this after I won this eBay bid, then I thought a little bit more. Let me get some. Let's see what happens if I can get some more. So I I was hunting around on at uh, at a thrift store, and I came across because then I would uh, I would have I would look out for repeating number issues a little bit more. Uh, because after collecting comics and reading comics for years, you, you enjoy them in different ways. So here's the, my current obsession. So I found, um, I found Fantastic Four, number 555, at my favorite thrift store a few months ago. This was one of the alternate covers... So I had three 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 five 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 six 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 seven seven seven. At Comic Con, I went to Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con twenty fifteen, and I was browsing around. There was this booth that had just stacks of comics, uh, not in the best conditions, but interesting because they were uh, just lots of comics from the seventies and such. I was looking around and then just happened to stand out uh, what stood out and it and it's obviously meaningful because of because this happened it what stood out was uh, House of Mystery number 222 and that was from around 1976 or so um, and I thought great one more to add to my collection of repeating digit comics so I had uh, I got that I was at uh, Crown Books here in San Diego and they've had a storied past in that they've basically been in business gone out of business come back to business gone out of business and they had come back into business in San Diego in the Mission Valley Mall uh, maybe half a year ago nine months ago and they were selling comics a dollar each. So I was browsing the shelves and I already have one of these numbers, but I saw Daredevil number 333. And I thought, why not? It's a dollar. It's got an interesting cover. Daredevil's getting attacked by like super rats or something. Um, so I bought that. I have a I have that. Uh and um on eBay, I picked up, uh, I'm trying to fill the holes, and I'm thinking, well, what comics uh, have been long enough to be at at least 111 and higher? There's a, a certain level in which the comics drop out as they go longer. And then, of course, with reboots and restructuring, we know that, for example, Marvel and DC got to a certain level and then they started over. So on, on eBay, I thought, well, what, what would be interesting to get at 111? Because lo the long-running comics, Spider-Man and Superman and such, to get number 111, that's going to be an old comic. It's going to be out of my reach, perhaps. But I thought, what modern classics might be at those levels? So Spawn. Spawn has been publishing since 91 92 whatever and it it's over a, it's it's higher than it's it's over number 250 at the moment but 
I looked it up and it was affordable. I found spa number 111. This was, uh, when was this? It must have been published in, uh, oh, the early 2000, I think 2001. So, cool cover, Spawn, angry as always, and I really like him with his, with his mask on. But they make him often, or they draw him often without it, and he's the deformed Spawn, which I never quite liked. Um, so I got that. Um, what else? Uh, to to fill the holes well you know it's an obsession and interesting and just to one one is to fill the holes of the sequence and the other is to get an interesting book with that number so I I ended up getting Avengers 222 that's a really fun cover just a lot of action going on there's She-Hulk uh, who else there's like three villains, four heroes, they're all fighting. Oh, uh, Hawkeye beat up on the floor. Drawn in such a way that, he's, that it looks like he's looking up um, She-Hulk's dress while he's knocked out on the floor, looking upward. Um, I needed to get number 555 of something, so I looked around and I thought, okay, Captain America, that's affordable. The cover is uh, like the Washington Monument, or maybe the Jefferson Monument, and uh, Captain's Cap's shield is on the floor, and it's kind of a weird, uh, lazy cover in a way. But I bought that. Um, it just so happened that this year, 2015, was also the ending of the classic Archie Comics series. And it just so happened to end in issue 666. So now I'm lousy with that book, with that number. I have Amazing Spider-Man 666, Batman 666, Superman 666, Detective Comics 666. I actually also ended up getting Action Comics 666. And then Archie Comics 666. Uh, and you know what have been really cool was uh, Afterlife with Archie. They published a variant cover, number 666, which is funny because they're a new series and they're really only up to issue number 9. But we know that that's the zombie apocalypse Archie Comics series. And they published issue number 6. Uh, but a variant cover 666 Maybe I'll go back and get it. That'll be fun. And maybe if they get up to it within my lifetime Sabrina uh, Chilling uh, Adventures of Sabrina Which is currently I believe on issue 4 maybe 5 6 is coming out. Hopefully they'll do a 666 And then like I said also Walt Disney 777 So it's all coming together um, so at a certain point, 666 and higher, you're really in rarefied air. What else has reached that level? Spider-Man eventually went up to 700, so that can't, that can't get up there. 
um, all the Marvel books ended. Remember when Marvel went bankrupt in the late 90s and then started over a few years later with everything number one. That went on for a couple of years, but then they started the renumbering of the classic numbers. So yeah, uh, Thor, you know, I also, I also bought, I believe I also bought, this one was cool. Uh, this one was Thor, the mighty Thor number 333. Um, this one was from the late 70s. Uh, which, as I was doing my research, fascinated me that uh, some comics... Because uh, so many of these books were contemporaneous, contemporaneous Spider-Man and Fantastic Four and such, just different by a year or two or three. And uh, it was just fascinating to me that uh, Thor reached a 333 like a decade before Spider-Man. And, and Hulk also about five or seven years, three to seven years before Spider-Man reached 333. And that one's a little out of my reach, so I probably won't buy that. But uh, I got, uh, this one was really cool, Thor 333, and it was uh, Dracula. Thor and Dracula, and Dracula's basically seducing Sif. And uh, really nice cover. So getting back to uh, there's not a lot of issues that are going to be really high numbered uh, after all for example uh, Cerebus made it up to exactly issue 300 so you know the possibilities there are 222 and 111 but who knows how hard those are to, to get um, perhaps um, maybe for some more independent books uh, furlough um, what are they on? Probably 150, so, you know, if I can find 111. And Genus, they even made it up to over 100. So I'll look into those. But, uh, there's very few that are higher than 600, even 700. And so I had a 777. So I needed 888. And what fit the bill there was Action Comics. So I ended up buying action, it was a two-pack, 888 and 889. I liked 889's art much better than 88, uh, but 888 had uh, Wonder Woman and some other heroes like just getting blasted by the flames. Um, so uh, that was an interesting, it's, it's really interesting to jump into these comics randomly in a completely random storyline at a, just an arbitrary number to fuel this obsession. But then I can say I've, I've got them all. Uh, 111, Spawn. 222, House of Mystery. 333, well many of them, but we'll see. Amazing Spider-Man. 444, Captain America. 555, Fantastic Four. 666, plenty of them also, but we will say uh, Archie Comics. 777, Walt Disney Comics and Stories. 888, Action Comics. And that's it. But wait a minute, no. There is actually a number, there's actually a few comics that are even higher, 888. Because uh, Action Comics ended up going up to 904. Um, and to turn to any comics that are higher than that, you, you have to, you have to go out of the mainstream, uh, international comics. And these are comics 
that also uh, might be weekly that get this far. So, for example, the Bino in England, and of course many issues of manga in Japan. Um, but what I ended up buying very recently was uh, 2000 AD, where so many amazing sci-fi characters have, have come to life in England, and that's a weekly. So they've definitely reached that pinnacle of issues. So I ended up buying uh, 2000 AD number 999. Excuse me, 2000 AD Prague number 999, since they call them Prague's, not issues. And I just got that in the mail, I haven't opened it yet, but uh, I'm gonna do a cool video and a photo shoot about all my collection of comics of numbers 111 up to 999. After that, it gets really fuzzy because, okay, then uh, should I get number 1111 of something, which will be 2000 AD, since that's at issue like 1700. Then, of course, like then there's the Bino and other types of books that have been published that long. But I don't know that I might I might cap it at 999 or I can go the opposite direction and get double digits. I have 111 and I might get 99, 88, 77 and so forth. That's not so bad. You know, there's going to be lots of issues that I can get um, that to fill in those gaps. I think that's what I'm going to do. But for the moment, I've got this perfect collection, 111 to 999. But as I said earlier in the episode, I'm starting to doubt myself now. Maybe I don't have Walt Disney 777 because as I was doing the research, the numbers didn't add up. So I'm going to have to double check. Do I have 777? And if I do, then I have to figure out what issue to get of that. Um, and if it's simply another action comic 777, I don't know. If it's uh, Superman and that sort of thing, I don't quite want to duplicate. But when you get up to those levels, it's pretty rare. So if you have suggestions of American comics that I can find in issue 777, relatively affordably, let me know. Um, and so that's uh, my current obsession. Um, what's your obsession? Any, any, are you doing anything interesting regarding comic collecting, comic reading at the moment? Let me know on Twitter. I'm VM Campos. Let me know on uh, Google Plus. I'm Victor Campos there or just go to my website. I'm on all social media. Go to vmcompost.com. And I've basically made it to the end of my commute, talking about obsessions in comics. Um, and so, time to wrap it up. Uh, this has been another episode of the Comic Book Commute Podcast with VM Campos. Thanks for listening. See you next time, and drive safe. <laughs>